This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Joining us on the line now is Todd Smith. He's a minister of children, community, and social services, and he'll help help us uh, unpack it all. Minister Smith, good to have you on the show. Hi there. Hi, John. Good to be back. Well, listen, uh, these uh, things that have come up from the panel report, uh, first and foremost, I mean, uh, how did you assess this panel report, and will the government act on all or most of the recommendations? Well, I still haven't had a whole lot of time to uh, digest all of the work that the Ontario Autism Panel has done. We just received a draft report of the recommendations, but I'm very, very appreciative of all the work that those on the Ontario Autism Panel had done over the summer. This was 20 different individuals from a cross-section of the community, adults with autism, um, you know, parents of children with autism. We had clinicians, behavioral therapists, occupational therapists, speech-language pathologists, uh, and, and, and a group of uh, folks from academia as well. So they, they met 18 times over the summer, and uh, these were all-day sessions. They came from across the province, and we're very, very thankful for the work that they've done. And, and this report, these recommendations, will be the foundation for the new Ontario Autism Program uh, over the next number of months as we unveil that. All right, so you feel it's thorough and comprehensive. Can you give us a few salient points, then, that have been recommended by this panel? Yeah, it's, it's very thorough and it's very comprehensive, and it took them a long time uh, to uh, to get this down on paper, 63 pages uh, for us to digest. I can tell you that, uh, you know, some of the key things that sort of jump off the page is the uh, early intervention piece. I know that's one of the areas that is really important to uh, parents. Uh, they want some early intervention, some early treatment uh, for their children, and I think that's key as well to keeping costs under control. Uh, you know, all the science shows that if you can get there early and get the children uh, some therapy, uh, they won't need as much later uh, when they get a little bit older. Um, so so I think that piece is really important. Uh, building capacity was also something that I heard loud and clear. You know, while the autism panel was meeting over the summer months, I was also traveling from Kenora to Ottawa to Windsor and meeting with parents and clinicians right across Ontario. And they were telling me that we need to start to build capacity, more capacity, uh, particularly in northern and rural areas. So what I mean by that are more therapists, more clinicians, more speech pathologists to, to help individuals get services uh, that they need. And then, um, you know, the other piece that really stood out for me, and, and, and I didn't really know this going in, but uh, uh, both the Minister of Health, uh, Christine Elliott, and I had the opportunity to meet with KINARC, one of the service providers, and uh, just the number of children that have an autism diagnosis that are dealing with mental health issues as well. So that's a key area we want to make serious investments in the mental health of our children with autism. Again, Minister Todd Smith with us, Minister of Children, Community and Social Services. We're talking about this panel report that's just come out uh, dealing with the autism file, which you admittedly uh, have submitted that uh, didn't roll out as smoothly as you would have liked. And so with uh, all of the mea culpas and so on and so forth, you went back to the drawing board, hit the reset button here with the panel and uh, giving us the update as thorough as it was and comprehensive. We've now got this report and uh, you're looking forward to implementing some of these recommendations, needless to say. But the other interesting interesting. The money doesn't change, though, of all the things you were talking about, needing uh, more building capacity and uh, finding more therapists and so on. You're working within an envelope, correct me if I'm wrong, of $600 million still, right? Yeah, so I I think that's one of the misnomers that's out there, is that it's the same amount of money. I mean, under the previous Liberal program, it was $300 million. And uh, you hear all kinds of ads and all kinds of opposition people talking about the fact that you know, there have been cuts to the autism file. We've actually increased that 
purse, that pool of money, and doubled it from $300 million to $600 million. So, um, you know, we want to get that news out there. This is a larger, larger purse uh, when it comes to, um, you know, the Ontario Autism Program, and, uh, and that will help us deliver more services to more kids. When I met with the Ontario Autism Panel back in July and, and gave them sort of the guidelines to work within or the parameters for developing a new Ontario Autism Program, you know, the guidelines were you can spend up to $600 million, not a penny more, and we have to reach as many kids as we possibly can and have a sustainable uh, program going forward. So, you know, I think that they've done a very good job at doing that, and uh, we'll be implementing these recommendations over the coming months. Minister Smith, is there still going to be a wait list for some kids? Yeah, you know, that's one of the interesting things in the report is that because we are moving to a needs-based program, and I think that's one of the key things that we have to uh, highlight as well, is that this truly will be a needs-based program, um, you know, there, there may very well be uh, waiting lists involved. And the panel's recommendations say as long as there's needs-based programming there for our children, we don't mind a wait list. So that's actually in the report from the community. And, um, you know, one of the things I would say is that, you know, we're really proud of the fact that in Ontario now there are more children than ever in the province's history uh, receiving service for autism. Um, you know, there are those who are in the program um, that was extended, and then there are those who have been entering into the program over the last number of months with childhood budgets that are rolling out to different families. So there's now, you know, nearing 12,000 families in Ontario that are receiving care. And uh, so when it comes to wait lists, yes, there may be a wait list in the future, but the key, I think, thing that the, the panel wanted to zero in on was that we have the needs-based program, and I can guarantee that we will have that. If uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, if the children are still on a wait list, they would still receive some type of preliminary treatment, wouldn't they? Yeah, so that's one of the recommendations uh, from the panel as well. And keep in mind, John, that none of this is government policy yet. These are all recommendations from this expert panel. But uh, yes, uh, one of the things that I found as I was traveling across the province is what after receiving the diagnosis, a lot of the families seemed to go into a bit of a shell or almost a period of mourning, and they didn't know where to turn. So there actually is something that's being recommended where families will get some kind of service. Um, and, and I think that's really important because a lot of the families were slipping through the cracks during that period where they didn't quite know where to turn. And uh, so there are care coordinators that are being recommended by the panel as well, which I think are also key in helping steer these families into the proper services that they're going to need. And at the same time, one of the commitments that we made earlier this summer was ensuring that, particularly when it comes to behavioral analysts and behavioral uh, clinicians, uh, that they are going to, um, you know, they're going to be regulated now, which the vast majority of people in this sector wanted. So uh, Ministry of Health is moving towards uh, regulating uh, those behavioral therapists underneath the uh, College of Psychologists. Is there uh, an age ceiling for treatment? Well, I mean, we're, we're dealing with uh, with children, right? So, um, you know, what we want to do is get into the early intervention, early intervention and the OAP um, would be, you know, the date of diagnosis up until 18 years old. But this is also one of the challenges uh, sort of separate from the Ontario Autism Program with, with the Ministry of Children 
and the Ministry of Social Services now working together under one roof. I'm the minister for both. Um, What we want to do is look at the lifespan of the individual. Instead of having this cliff, this artificial cliff uh, that appears at 18, I think there's a real opportunity for our ministry uh, to move forward on eliminating that cliff and looking at the lifespan, because once you're a child with autism, you're Mm going to grow up to be an adult with autism. So, um, Let me ask you finally, because I know we're tight on time here, but you know, when you talked about a needs-based program, uh, in some cases we've been citing throughout the course of the afternoon, I'm wondering if you've got parents with a child on the extreme part of the spectrum, and uh, anecdotally they say it could cost as much as $80,000 a year. Does the government meet that requirement, that need? Um, That's yet to be determined. Uh, There's going to be an implementation committee that's going to be tasked with making uh, decisions like that as we implement the new program over the coming months. So, uh, you know, what we want to do is focus on getting as many kids that need it the help that they need uh, within that $600 million budget. So uh, there's still a lot of questions to be answered over the coming uh, weeks and months. And uh, we're really thankful for the work that the Ontario Autism Panel did over the summer in feeding us these recommendations for discussion. Well, I appreciate the update, and uh, we'll follow the file, as I'm sure you will, too. Todd Smith, Minister of Children, Community and Social Services, appreciate your time this afternoon. Have a great afternoon. And you. Uh, We'll get to our panel and topics worthy of discussion. Always a tricky uh, issue with autistic children and the severity of such. It's uh, one of those things. I mean, just health in general. We were talking, too, about Christine Elliott having to address the long-term care bed shortage, and uh, whether or not even their projections of increasing by 30,000 beds in the next 10 years is going to fall far short, according to Financial Accountability Officer Peter Weltman. He says you need about 55,000 in addition to that. So does the government have to pony up? I mean, find the money somewhere. See, that's all part of the aging process. Folks 75-plus have been neglected and uh, they're falling through the cracks. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.